on the ump ostensibly a baseball podcast season five week 28 ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening coming at you from champaign illinois my name is joel with me this evening as per usual is sam sam how's it going hey joel this is sam i'm broadcasting as usual from brooklyn new york uh where it is still so hot that the ice won't even stay in my drink for more than like five minutes. That's one of my least favorite things in the world. Have you ever, I mean, you must have gotten used to gauging the temperature of your apartment. So like you actually put the whiskey and the lemonade in first and then plop the ice in to make sure it doesn't melt. No, I put, I pour everything over the ice to make sure it's extra cold. But then the ice is turning into water before you even get the whiskey in there. But I feel like the heat transfer is like no different. It's just slower. But so if then you, you're just like taking sips of warmer beverage at the beginning. Interesting. Really what I need is a whiskey thermos. Yeah. I just need a thermos filled with whiskey. Or a blender. Or a blender. So you could have just frozen whiskey drinks all yeah, summer. That would be pretty funny for the podcast, actually. If it was we were just podcasting and then all of a sudden it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like talking about like <laughs> sabermetrics and then all of a sudden the blender just comes on. Oh, it's like, oh, sorry, guys. Just another batch of margaritas coming out over here. <laughs> I think that you might be onto something there. <laughs> What we need is live, you know, Facebook live audience who can order drinks during the podcast. Right. Like they just tell us when to drink. Yes. It's like a drinking game where people try to give us alcohol poisoning in half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes on them. It's going to take a lot. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. I think it would be lots of fun. We gotta, we gotta arrange it. We gotta get on top of our scheduling business to do it. Sam's taking his shirt off. Yeah, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today is the B block. This is our second episode of the week, and so usually on the B block, we try to stick to one sports-related topic for thirty minutes, and uh, this evening. For the second week in a row, it's going to be about the Baseball Hall of Fame. Kind of. Kind of, right. Hall of Fame inductions happened over the weekend with six new inductees, including first balladers Mariano Riviera, who was elected with a unanimous vote, and Roy Holiday, rest in peace. However, one fun fact that you may not know is that our friend Mike the Weatherman Trout of the LA Angels has a higher career war at wins above replacement than five of the six new inductees to the Hall of Fame. The only one with a higher career war inducted was was Mike Mussina of the Yankees, who 
Barring a should Mike Trout have a horrible offseason weather balloon accident, Trout will pass in the next year or two. Question. Mike Trout is already Hall of Fame eligible, and his own mega-sized contract will make it very difficult for the LA Angels to build a team good enough to make a run at the World Series. So with nothing else left to play for in his baseball career, at what point will Trout step away from the game to pursue his true passion of media meteorology? Right. That's a good question. And it's I think it's, an, you know, it's something that more people should be talking about because everyone talks about Mike Trout all the time. Right. And I was like, oh, Mike Trout is so great. He's like the best baseball player, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, not saying that's not true. The guy's, what, 28 or 27? 28. Mm-hmm. And he could retire today and go into the Hall of Fame. Exactly. So, but there's nothing really left for him to play for, right? He plays for the Angels, and the Angels are kind of like a poorly run organization known right. for paying too much money. He's 27. For, he's 27. Yeah. So phenomenal. We're not talking about that today. We're talking about the fact that at 27, he probably will never see or n- at least never win a World Series in his career because <clears throat> the Angels are going to have a hard time building a team around him. Um, so what is there left for him to play for, I guess? I don't know. And right. I was just thinking, I had a couple of thoughts about that. You said the Angels are not going to be competitive for a World Series. And in general, I agree with you. However, right now, the LA Angels, they're 52 and 49. They are, ugh, yeah, it's not good. They're five and a half games behind Oakland. They are four and a half games behind Tampa Bay. For the second one. So it is imaginable that this year they make the playoffs. They made the playoffs one time in all of Mike Trout's career. Which is absurd and insane. Right. I'm kind of playing the devil's advocate here. Because in general I agree with you that the Angels are not doing a good job of building around Mike Trout. But they've got Pujols. They have a terrible contract with Pujols. They signed him, and then he immediately began to deteriorate. Same with Josh Hamilton? Same with Josh Hamilton. And then we've been on the Shohei Otani bandwagon since the beginning, but Shohei's been hooked. He's been hitting, but not pitching. Poorly Uh, managed, probably. Yeah, yeah. Shohei's retired, correct? What? Mike Sosha. Sosha. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But he stuck around like long into the era of sabermetrics and he refused to accept them. And, oh, yeah. Hmm. That's a good point. And, the you know, the, the front office of the Angels was okay with that. And it seems like their main drive to sign Mike Trout to whatever was $650 million or something. It's like almost three quarters of a billion dollars they right. promised this guy. And again, I'm not saying it's a poor investment because what is the best player of all time worth? There's like 
no number for that because it hasn't happened before or like it has, but you know, it's happening again. It was was only half a billion dollars, Sam, 12 years, $426 million. So only half a billion dollars. (laughs) Yes. The richest contract in the history of North American sports. Right. And it seems like their priority is to keep Mike Trout halo for his entire career, or at least right. through his prime, so that they he can go into the Hall of Fame as an angel. As an angel. Mm-hmm. Right. And that seems to be their priority, and their priority does not seem to be winning World Series. Well, and the thing that boggles my mind is it doesn't seem to be Mike Trout's priority either. Right. That's he doesn't what... seem to be driven by that. Right, but, that, you know, it's L.A. This is Tinseltown. Like, star power is more important, seemingly, than success. Do you think he's getting star power, though? I mean, I think that he is, like, considered potentially, rightly so, to be the best baseball player of all time. Here's a question for you, and I don't know the answer for it, and I'm going to Google it in a minute. Do you think he sells more jerseys in the Los Angeles metropolitan area than Cody Bellinger? Uh, Maybe not this year, but probably over the course of his career. Yeah. I don't know that he sells more jerseys than Clayton Kershaw. Good point. Yeah. Or Shohei Otani. (laughs) Or Shohei Otani. Probably (laughs) Shohei Otani, yes. Yeah, yeah, in the L.A. metro area. Internationally, I am... Positive that Shohei Otani has more jersey sales. I mean, I don't feel like the Angels have a huge draw outside of the L.A. metro area. I don't think they do. And even within the L.A. metro area, the Dodgers are the number one team. Right. That's that's the issue. Is that the number one baseball team? Number one baseball team. Right. right. The, the, yeah. the Lakers are the number one team, probably. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. With LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, go ahead. L.A. now has like the two best all-time players in two different sports. Two different sports playing in L.A. And I feel like that is that's like the L.A. draw. Like that's that's what they want, and that's more important than having famous people is more important than like actually doing famous like winning World Series. But do you think that's what Mike Trout is interested in? I agree with that general statement. Right. I don't, I'm not convinced that that's Mike Trout's interest. I honestly believe, and maybe I'm totally off here, is that Trout just wants to get paid. He's fine where he is. He kind of likes not being the center of attention. Right. No, totally. He and that's, just wants to, like, sit in his beach house and track weather systems across the Pacific <laughs> coast. Yeah, yeah. I, and I guess, and I can't, like, I can't judge the motherfucker, right? It's not like, really his thing. But it's not his the, thing, yeah. The LA Angels of Anaheim are right. a big market team, right? They have money. They should. <clears throat> they have a shitload of money. They're paying a lot of people a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But... They are consistently non-competitive. And so you look at other teams in, you know, the Red Sox or the Yankees 
the Chicago Cubs that are they have a shitload of money and they are consistently competitive. So true. It speaks to like an organizational level of either incompetence or like shifting priorities. <clears throat> like what what do the Angels want? Because it doesn't necessarily seem like they want to win the World Series. And neither does Mike Trout. They did. I'm not disagreeing with you. They did win the World Series in 2002. Right. So they do have that history. Right. They, but then they then they like like got rid of all of their players from that team. Right. And then they made this Pujols signing, which is and like Josh Hamilton. And the Josh Hamilton signing, which is like which which I guess reinforces your theory. They don't care if you're gonna be good at baseball, but they need somebody whose name they recognize. Right. So that's, that's the LA mindset. That's the the LA mindset, the LA Angel mindset specifically, because I think, I mean, do you want to talk basketball? Because I I think the Lakers are trying to win. Yeah, I think the Lakers try to win, but they also are interested in the star power. The star power. And the Kobe and the LeBron. But, like, basketball star power brings you championships. Like we've talked about that a lot. If you can get the best player in basketball to play for your team, then you have a chance to win the championship. And like these days you need like two or three of the best players in basketball on your team to win a championship. But it's like big names mean success. And that's not necessarily the case in baseball because, you know, as the Red Sox show, you you need to score runs. But if you don't have pitching, it doesn't matter. You're still going to like lose half your games. Okay. I'm looking at MLB.com right now. This is as as of March of 2019, right? So going into the 2019 uh, season, do you want to guess the top most popular jerseys heading into the 2019 season? Okay, 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 okay. Um, Let's see. Mookie Betts? Number three, Mookie Betts. Mike Trout? Number four, Mike Trout. Uh, okay, let me, I'm going to get number one. Aaron Judge? Number two, Aaron Judge. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good guess. You got two, number, three, and four. <laughs> <laughs> number one's going to be somebody weird, though, who just probably changed teams. Uh, Bellinger? No, Bellinger, yeah. number 14, Bellinger. Okay, okay. Interesting. Because he wasn't as big until this year when he's having right crazy season this year. It's not going to be Christian Yelich. Yelich uh, is number eight. Number eight. Let's see. Javi Baez? Number seven, Javi Baez. Uh, what about... What were the big off-season transactions? That's the real question. Big off-season transaction, changed teams. Right. That's the number one jersey. Sale. That's the number one jersey. <clears throat> Fuck. You can I do it. Know. What's that? Needs a haircut. Needs a haircut? Uh, Mattingly? <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of those sons! <laughs> 
You're thinking too hard about it. Think about it. I know. Yeah. I know I am. You, you've said everything. Big name, change teams. Needs a haircut. Needs a haircut. I don't know. I give up. It's like we don't Bryce, have time on Bryce this Harper. podcast. Bryce oh, Harper. Bryce Harper. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So here's my one thought. And, and so, because I was looking at this list. Number one, Bryce Harper, Phillies. Philadelphia yep. Phillies. Number two, yep. Aaron Judge, New York Yankees. Yep. Number three, Mookie Betts, Boston Red Sox. Right. Number four, Mike Trout, Los the Angeles. The Weatherman. The Weatherman. Yeah. But your top three are AL and L East. Yeah. Right? Like, like baseball is bigger in the Northeast. Right. Uh, yeah, you know? Yeah, that makes... Demographic sense too. Yeah. Number thirteen, Ichiro Suzuki. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he retired this year. That's why. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. And people were getting their Seattle Ichiro jerseys. Well, they could, I'm sure. Benintendi, number eighteen. He's the only other Boston Red Sox, Sox member of the Boston Red Sox in the top twenty. Like JD, no? JD is not on the top 20. That guy's seriously under the radar. Yeah. Weird, like right? His whole career. Chris Sale, too, should be probably up there. But pitchers, I guess, aren't sexy. The only pitcher in the top 20 is Kershaw. Right. And what's he? Sixth. Yeah. LA Dodgers, he's the number one LA Dodgers again. Yeah. That makes sense. But that won't be the same next year. Next year, it'll be Bellinger. It'll be well, Bell. Yeah, Bellinger's 14th right now. Who is the uh, well, the Korean guy? What's his name? Ryu. Yeah. I bet he gets a lot of uh, Jersey sales. I don't oh. think so. No, I. Do you don't think he's gonna get a lot of like Korean fans? Maybe. I don't think that there are that many Koreans to like tip the scales much. Maybe. I mean, I would. I. I get. I would argue with you, except I thought Shohei Otani was gonna be. On that top 20 list, and he's not. He's Japanese, though, right? Yeah. Right. And there are more Japanese fans, I would say, right. probably, than Korean fans. on the list, but not Ohio right. Tony. Right. All right. But anyway, getting back to Mike Trout. Let's get back to Mike Trout. Right. Like, what's his deal? Like, what motivates him still... Like, what does he have left to play for in baseball? Is he is he going to break records or? He could. He right. might. Is it, um, what's, what record though? Like the hits hits record? Some kind of um, analytic. He's going to break the WAR record. He's going right. to break an OPS record. He's right. probably not going to break a home run record. He's not going to break a hits record unless he plays for a very long time, which he, he might break the hits record. He gets a lot of hits, doesn't he? He gets a lot of hits. He gets a lot of hits. He gets a lot of home runs. Right. He, he gets a lot of hits. Play. He gets a lot of home runs. He steals a lot of bases, but he doesn't. Like there have been people. He ahead steals of him. a lot of bases. People don't realize he is really, really good at that. That's the thing about Mike Trout. He's good at every like aspect of baseball. That's like, why he's the number one fantasy player as well. Yeah, yeah. And he's really good at defense, too. Yeah. No, well, I, I don't know that he's going to be the number – he'll be the greatest all-around player of all time. But I don't know that he will be the number one, like, 
you can't play on a losing team and be the number one RBI guy ever. You know, like you have to you have to be on a team that scores a lot of runs, and that's not the Angels. That's not the Angels. Like a couple years ago, I think that Mike Trout was responsible, like either through RBIs or scoring runs for like one third of the runs that the Angels scored right. in a season, which is fucking ridiculous. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what I mean? That is ridiculous. I do but know what you mean. It's my question. Good, yeah. good. Well, I'm just saying it speaks a to his greatness, but also to like his team's shittiness, you know? Well, here's my question, and I don't know the answer to this, is you've got to be driven, right? Even if you have the natural athletic and physical gifts to do the things that Mike Trout can do, you have to be mentally and or emotionally driven to excel. You have to have the work ethic, you have to have the work habits to get to the plateau that he has reached. So how, psychologically speaking, could someone work so hard to reach this location and then be like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't, like yeah. no, that's cool. I'm just going to sign this, like, very lucrative contract and, like, spend my days playing in Anaheim, California. Right. And well, lose, mean, to, lose to the Houston Astros every year. Right. Well, maybe that's... Maybe that's it. Maybe his drive is just to be the best. And he doesn't need the team success for him to be the best because he doesn't. And it's like easier for him to stand out in a place where everyone else is fucking so shitty. That I mean, maybe you're right. That That's insane. I mean, you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> he might be crazy. He might be crazy. We're talking about a man who might be fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm going back to our cheat sheet here because there was something else I wanted to talk about. Oh, guys. Okay, so, I mean, we talked about the Hall of Fame last week. Uh, We talked about... I proposed a theory of you need to have the stats to get into the Hall of Fame, and then you needed an additional something on your CV to get into the Hall of Fame, right? However, Mike Trout blows that theory up because he could retire today and he'd be a Hall of Famer Maybe not first ballot, probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. Right? And he could walk away from the game. He could walk away from the game right now. And straight in front of a weather tracking green. (laughs) (laughs) Weather man. He's never done anything outside of baseball. I mean, I, I like his, he is participating probably because Major League Baseball is forcing him to participate. In the Let the Kids Play campaign. Right. Um, He also, like, has the respect of the other players in the league. I don't know. You didn't watch the All-Star game, right? But they had, like, a bunch of, like, weird, like, things in between innings where they, like, pose a 
like one answer question, one word answer question to the All Stars, and then they just play them. I told you this, right? Yeah, keep going though. <clears throat> well, anyway, they said to all of the All Stars, like, who's your favorite player to watch play? And every, like, almost everyone across the board was like, Mike Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout. Yeah. You know? And, you know, I think he's boring as fuck to watch play. You know? There's, like, no emotion there. There's no, you know, he's just, like, very consistently very good. Yeah, okay, Sam, but. Here's the thing is that if we follow through with our theory, the smart thing for Mike Trout to do would be to sign with the Yankees. Right. Yeah. Or the Dodgers. If you like or the, Do- the Dodgers. Or, or the Red Sox. Right. Or the Cubs. The or Cubs. the or the Houston Astros, you know? Yeah. Like I think about <clears throat> I think about um Tom Brady, right? Sure. Who is the greatest quarterback ever to play football, right? He's the best football player of all time, right? So, I, excuse me. I dislike Tom Brady, yet I agree with that statement. Right. Yeah. And this is a guy who really only cares about winning the Super Bowl. Right. He has he has all of like the postseason records. He has a like vast majority of the regular season records. And he has in multiple times throughout his career, renegotiated his contract to take less money so that the new England Patriots would have more money to sign better players around him. Yes. And that's a thing that happens in football that doesn't happen in other professional sports. But I just, you know, that's obviously not Mike Trout's drive. Exactly. Yeah. That's not what he's here about. Right. He's not here. He doesn't care about winning championships, or at least doesn't seem to. Is it just a Zen thing? Is it just he's there to play baseball, and that's all he wants to do? Right. And and watch the Weather Channel? Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, we've put this out there before. He is maybe just a baseball-playing robot. Right. Right. Yeah. And he, like, he wakes up, works out. Goes to the ballpark, plays baseball, comes home, watches the Weather Channel, drinks protein shakes, goes to bed, sleeps for eight hours exactly, wakes up and does the exact same thing. Right, yeah. And that's like it. He doesn't have ambition. He doesn't have a drive. That's right. just what he does. So that's like, like his primary function. Is his, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like where you're going with this because is his source of joy merely playing baseball and not the competitive drive to win at the game of baseball. Right. Like, he happens to win. That's great. Yay. Right. But, like, that's not the goal of playing baseball. The goal of playing baseball is to play baseball well. And whether you win or not is of secondary concern. Right. It huh. could be. I mean, I would question whether or not he has any drive whatsoever or if he just does what he does because but you that's got to have it. some kind of drive to get to this level of, of being pinnacle excellence at your field 
Unless he's the Mozart of baseball. You're saying he's the Mozart of baseball. I think he might be the Mozart of baseball. Gotcha. Yeah. I think he might have been, you know, or it's like a thing, you know, kids like the things that they're kind of good at the first time they, you know, maybe the first time he swung a bat, he hit a home run. And that was it for him. He's like, this is the thing that I do. This is what I focus on. And it wasn't like winning games. It was hitting home, you know, being that guy who was just the best. Or, I, or you know, I don't know that he has a competitive drive. But I think that he just, maybe he just wants to play baseball. That's the thing. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't seem to want to win. That exactly, yeah. That's bizarre. That right. makes him really like the anti-Michael Jordan in an interesting right. way. Or Tom Brady, or LeBron James, or yeah. like any of these best of. Yeah. But part of that different. Like you can yeah. make, like the drive might just be to be the highest paid baseball player of all time. Or to have the best OPS of all time. Right, or to have the best OPS of all time. Yeah. But baseball is definitely a much more, there's no salary cap, you know? It's much more money-driven sport. Like True. Alex Rodriguez yeah. signed with the Texas Rangers, knowing full well that the Texas Rangers sucked, you know? But then he went to the Yankees. He wanted to go to the Yankees to win a World Series. And Alex Rodriguez won exactly one World Series. Right. And did but at Barry, least he seemed to try to do it. Did Barry Bonds? I don't think Barry Bonds ever won a World Series. Nah, uh, maybe with the Pirates. Man, now. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, he went too for, early. Yeah, I think he went one time with the Giants in 2002 and they lost. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. The, I, Mike Trout is an enigma. He's an enigma. He's because. He, unlike any other best of player, doesn't seem to care about winning. Like the point of baseball. And but actually though, okay, let me let me throw this curveball at you, and then we gotta wrap this up. But I'm curious about your reaction about this. In baseball, unlike especially basketball. Winning is somewhat out of your control, right? Because right. because the other eight guys in the lineup have to do their job as well as you do your job on a somewhat consistent basis in order to win at baseball. That's what baseball is about, right? right. Stringing a series of hits together is what wins baseball games. Along with dominant pitcher. Right. Correct? Yeah. Okay. And okay. so maybe... Scoring more runs than the other teams. Scoring more runs than the other team, but as one guy in the lineup, I can only account for so many runs. Right? Even if I'm Daryl Strawberry on the Springfield Isotopes, and I hit a home run every time I'm up, I can only score one run if every other jabroni on the lineup is striking out. Right. Right? Correct. So perhaps 
Mike Trout has just accepted that fact that at the end of the day, winning is out of your control. And all you can do is play baseball well and in a aesthetically pleasing way. Right. But if you are a person who is wants to win, then you will and you have the like Mike Trout could have turned down the Angels offer and waited for the Yankees to call him. And they would have. And they would have. If yeah. he wanted to win a World Series, right. he could have done that. Yeah. And, you know, there's a, like, I get it. Maybe he likes Southern California and he just wants, that's where he wants to be. But, like, you know, he's a New Jersey boy. He grew up probably a Phillies fan, right? Cause he's an yep, Eagles he was fan. a Phillies fan. He was an Eagles, he's just, <laughs> oh, Eagles fan. Right. Yeah. So, like. Nicest Eagles fan in the universe. Right. So he could have, he could have, you know, he could have gone home. Because, like, anybody would have done anything to sign him, probably. But you know the Yankees would have thrown, like... Comparable money. So much money. Yeah. They they could not have matched the Angels' offer, right? By law, by rule? I don't know. Probably. I don't think they could. I don't think they could have. Somebody could have, and they would have. Yeah. But but he didn't, you know, he didn't even wait for that. No, he just did his did his thing. Yep. <laughs> Damn. All right, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Trout. Mike, the weatherman Trout. You think he's an enigma wrapped in a mystery, but he just wants to have us all leave him alone. Yeah. Watch the Weather Channel. He's just a robot robot programmed to destroy all of humanity. That's all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think about it too much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump, uh, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription on Apple iTunes. Even if you don't like what you hear, give us a one star. You know. Yeah, but leave us a review, cowards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can also tweet at us at Dump on the Ump. Find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, and we have a WordPress blog, WordPress.dumpontheump.com. And email us, uh, ump at gmail.com, especially if you want to come on the show. All right. Thanks so much. First, Sam, uh, my name is Joel. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. In the big rock candy mountains, you never change your socks. And the little springs of alcohol come a trickling down the rocks. That's my favorite line. <laughs> I like the, uh, there's a lake to stew and a whistle. That line. <laughs>